Hello and welcome to our latest episode of You, Me, and the SEC. And our SEC Primers takes us on the road tonight to Fayetteville, Arkansas. Yep. Have you ever been to Fayetteville? I haven't. No. Have you ever been to Arkansas? I have. Oh, okay. What part? I've been to Jonesboro. Okay. Is that near Fayetteville? It's not even close. Oh, okay. No. Jonesville or Jonesboro is like the far right side. Gotcha. And Fayetteville is in Kansas, basically. Gotcha. Uh, It's that far over there. Okay. So that might be Missouri, but it's kind of Kansas. Okay. That area, very flat. Right. Right. Let's have to move my microphone over here. There we go. Okay. Does that feel better? I don't know. Someone decided to change the whole alignment without thinking about all the particulars. That was uh, you, right? Are you talking about yourself? I'm not talking about myself. You told me I needed to be yes, more towards and the that mic because I sounded the, lazy. That's that's <laughs> involved you scooting the table over and not putting yourself on the other side of the table, and now all my feng shui is wrong. Listen, do you think people like our marital arguments? We don't have to be married to argue. <laughs> people argue on podcasts all the time. <laughs> These are this is it's lovely. just I got out. I was 30 seconds in, and already I feel like my head is not used to turning this way when talking to you. Okay. About these okay. How's your so? How's your feng shui now? I don't know. I don't really think about my feng shui, but it's all feng shui up right now. Okay. Well, we'll just. I don't kinda, know if that's the appropriate term. I don't think it is, okay. but we'll just kind of go with it. And then, if you want me to move to the other side of the table, then I probably won't. You do what you so. feel is right. Okay. Well, I will feel right right here. Okay, Arkansas. How do you think Arkansas? Arkansas. First of all, they would appreciate us. Let Let me ask you this: Why isn't it Arkansas? Arkansas. Why is it Arkansas? That's not my dialect. I mean, we should. We should. It's not your dialect. It's not. What dialect is that exactly? Georgia. No, no, no. What dialect is? That's Arkansas dialect. I don't know. I don't know. I've never said suey pig. I probably don't even say that right. But I feel like we should either pick Arkansas and Kansas, the state, or Kansas and Arkansas. Or Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Which one do you like better? Kansas? I think Kansas. <laughs> I think Kansas so is fun. I you like think it. So it would make that state a little bit more fun, which I've been told it's not fun at all. Uh, Arkansas. So we're going to stick with that with the pronunciation. Okay. Um, I don't know. What, what what are your thoughts on Arkansas as a football team? Um, you know, I don't I don't have a lot of thoughts on Arkansas as well, a football that's, team. It's been fun, guys. You know, they've they've popped up in a lot of these primers that we've done. You know, the LSU one, the old miss one, um and even they, the Alabama one. And they usually pop up in the role of here's a bad loss. Right. Here's a really tough moment that they had. Right. So that's kind of my I mean, as somebody who grew up really just watching the East. Um, I don't think about Arkansas except for once every eight ish years, six, however, whenever they come over and we play them. So. Yeah. So in football, I mean, if you're an East opponent, not opponent, not named Missouri, you only play Arkansas once every seven years. That's right. So, or six years. Uh, so it's not, uh, it's not a team you think about often, but guess what? We are inclusive here of West. That's true. And culture. I will be thinking about them this season as we all, as will. a Georgia fan, because Georgia's playing Arkansas. Georgia does play year. Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, I, We'll say that Arkansas, uh, if we look at kind of the last decade, uh, they went for a, a really good ride and then crashed at the beginning. Did you see what I did there? No, I crashed. Didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, it was pretty it wasn't that good, but keep going. Uh, it was not bad. Uh, and then, yeah, not great. 
Yeah, so can I tell you one of my fun facts I oh, have that goes along with love this? fun facts. So the first twenty, the record of the first twenty-eight games of the decade, yes, was twenty-three and five. Wow, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, the record of the last twenty-eight games of the decade was five and twenty-three. Oh, look at that! That is one of the more fun facts we've had. I know it's I kind it. of like a very like I don't know when numbers are can have that symmetry. It's almost like very really, calming and really what <laughs> <laughs> satisfying. Okay, <laughs> but in that Arithmetic. so like what you said with they started off super strong and ended super not good, not great. Um. So for the decade itself, I cut these. I can't see as well. My new guys. I have to tell you about my glasses situation. Do you think they care? No, they don't. No, but no. you. Can but share I can't see as well. To... Can't see as well. But those I are put your it old glasses. Down in my nose. That should. Those should be fine. Well, I, I put it away. I can't read it as well when it's all the way over here. These are middle age problems, aren't they? Well, yeah, it is. Um, Fifty-eight and sixty-seven uh, over the decade. Okay. Uh, Three separate years in that time period of 10 years, 10 seasons, mm -hmm. three separate years uh, with an 0-8 SEC record. Yeah, that's not good. That's the worst in the SEC. Only, uh, and really I don't believe, I'll have to double check on this, but I believe this is the case, there was not a team that had two 0-8 seasons. Okay. Um, yeah, several teams went 0-8 mm -hmm. uh, at some point, but no one did it twice. Arkansas did it three times. Yeah. Now, for Arkansas, they're, you know, there are a couple teams in the East that went 0-8, mm -hmm. but Arkansas's in the West. Right, so I feel like there's an asterisk with that, right? Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. 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 Yes. Mm -hmm. Now I'm thinking about it in my yeah, head. Yeah, don't think about it. Um, okay, so you got to put, like, a point to that where they are in the West. They are in the toughest division of the toughest conference in the country right so so if you're bad you you just have no hope and they there are well, several really, how bad is bad you know i feel like no, you can ask bad. that i mean they can, you can be really bad yeah but also like i feel like especially like for 2020 when they only played conference teams yeah well though no, 2020 is a different story i think I think yeah, but we're talking about conference games. Right, okay. Yeah, you know, you're right. like, you're right. I think that if you're only playing really, really top-level playoff teams every year, which ev almost every other team, that's not right, in the West has made a conference playoff. Well, they've gotten close. I think all six have some point sniffed the college football playoff. Yeah. They think about all Arkansas? No, so that's where they're. Right. Yeah. Oh, did I just prove your point? You did. Dang it. Oh man. Um, actually, I don't know if you did, but you know they haven't. But I feel like they they could have if they were in the East, maybe, or they could have if they were in the. Well, Big I 10. think I think if where they were in 2010, 2011, those teams for sure, yes. were sniffing. Uh, yes. But of course, at that point, we weren't at the playoff yet. Right. So when we start the 2010 cycle. Arkansas's coach uh, is Bobby Petrino. Mr. Robert Petrino. Is his name Robert? Yes, it is. It is? Yeah. Okay. I mean, who would name that kid Bobby? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people okay. out there who are just Bobby. Well, not in like the 70s or 60s, but go ahead. Okay, so Bobby Petrino, a little bit of background on him. 
Uh, he was the coach of Louisville in the middle of the 2000s mm-hmm. and decided to go to the NFL, as one might do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he coaches the... I don't know. Atlanta Falcons. Oh, okay. And does not do well. Okay. In fact, does so poorly that he quits in the middle of the season. Was he like the GM, like the head coach? Is that the same thing? No. Those are two different positions. Yes. The GM is like your front office, pulling oh, the strings, okay. signing players, doing things. Like the AD? Yes. Ish. Ish. Except for you're only over one football team. Right. Okay. Exactly. So uh, he does so poorly and relates to players so badly, he quits in the middle of the year mm-hmm. and leaves the Atlanta Falcons to go coach Arkansas. Okay. Now, if you're the Atlanta Falcons, mm-hmm. oh, I mean, he's basically saying that Fayetteville, Arkansas is a better place to be than Atlanta, Georgia. Thoughts on that? I mean, I can't speak to Fayetteville, Arkansas. That's true. We can't. We haven't been there. So, so sorry to make any sort I'm of not, assumptions. I'm not. I'm not going to make assumptions. So what we can assume, though, is that Bobby Petrino is, when things are rolling, is a very, very good college coach. And we saw that in his first two seasons uh, in Fayetteville. Right. So he came in 2008. Um, I don't really actually have anything on the 2008, 2009. I mean, who you? cares? It's the last decade. Right. It's but ancient two, history. 2010. Great season. Right. You got a quarterback, Ryan Mallett. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go 10 and 3. I mean, the 10 win season in the West. Yes. That's a big deal. Fantastic. Like, you're in it with the big dogs. And that's the... <laughs> or the big hogs. Excuse me. Oh, look at that. You're on, I think it's you moving to that side of the table. Is it? I think it is. Is it me not slouching on the couch? I think that might be part of it, too. <laughs> um, let's see. What a... No, they're, they're, this is the Cam Newton year. Mm-hmm. We know Alabama's also good. Right. Arkansas is planning itself as the third best team in the West. Right. And they're, like, in there with LSU as well. Les Miles, LSU. Like, Arkansas's right there. They're right there in I mean, there are only two losses in the season were Bama and, and Auburn. Right, and those two of the best teams in the country. Right. So, right. I mean, well, you said 10-3, right? They right. Lose a bowl they, game? Lo- they lost their bowl game to Ohio State in the Sugar Bowl. Disappointing. But still, you're playing Ohio State in the Sugar Bowl. Right. I mean, if you're Not Arkansas Urban here, uh, no. That's probably still Jim Trestle. Okay. Um, Urban Meyer, I think, is probably is he, he is maybe retiring that year retire quotes right, retiring right. as he does uh yes yes he does um so anyway like so we're on a high in Fayetteville very Arkansas much a high because very much a Fayetteville high. Arkansas they love football that's their sport Arkansas is like so many of these SEC states where you're you're the only game in town right and if you're Arkansas you've got like the St. Louis sports you got Memphis sports but I mean Fayetteville itself is on the way on the other end of the state, and this is like if you get their football team rolling, Arkansas fan base is as passionate as any fan base in the country. Mm -hmm. And we've seen this in basketball uh, throughout Arkansas because they've been like more relevant in basketball in the last 30 years than they have been in football. Okay. Uh, the won the national title basketball in 1994. Went to the title game in 1995. Okay. They went to the Elite Eight this year. So they did. They I have did. no memory of that. Did basketball that was this even happen? Basketball didn't happen this year. Good we all Lord. know this. That, that's the truth. Uh, but in any case, like <laughs> for once, a Kentucky fan, that, basketball did not happen. Is that, that what you're saying? That's the point. Okay. Thanks for coming along well, for the ride. Well, I just want to clarify for people who don't know that you're a sad Kentucky basketball fan. Well, not next year. I mean, okay, it's well. going to be very exciting uh but anyway yeah i mean arkansas fans um really do turn out and create an incredible environment when their teams are good Mm -hmm. when they're not you know it's arkansas they're kind of 
down at the bottom of the barrel. But that's not the issue with Petrino the next year, 2011. Mm-hmm. More good wins, more good things. Even better. So you got quarterback in Tyler Wilson, and you go 11-2. and two. Your only two losses is to a number three Alabama and a number one LSU. And those two teams played for the national championship. Right, and that's, you know, that's the game of the century year. Yeah. I think. Yes, it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where defense wins. And they yeah. end that season winning the Cotton Bowl against Kansas State. Kansas State. Kansas State and ending number five. In the country. In the country. Like, we are riding high. Yes. You know who else is riding high in 20, April of 2012? Bobby Petrino. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that, that was good. Man, I really should have come to the table a lot before. I, mean, I don't know what you did to prepare. You cleaned the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. You did You did very well because here we are. We're just crushing it. All yes. right. So what happens in 20, April of 2012? Well, first of all, Kentucky wins the national championship okay. in basketball. Um, we don't care. What else happens? So Bobby Petrino gets in a car accident. He gets on his hog. Right. He gets on his get hog. <laughs> yeah, we're just rolling. I know. Sorry, let's get serious. I think we need to stop celebrating ourselves. I think it ruins the joke. It really does. <laughs> so we need to just be confident we in our jokes. We'll be serious now. So he gets in a, in a motorcycle accident. Um, and I don't think there's anything to do with drinking, right? No, no. No. Okay. So he just gets in a bad motorcycle accident and says, I was by myself. It was just a bad accident. I mean, he's super beat up. Right? Oh yeah. And so there's, he, and there's an iconic picture of right. him with a neck brace. And we will definitely be including that. Because oh, yeah, when yes. I think of Bobby Petrino, honestly, I don't know what he looks like outside of that picture. You just know that picture. <laughs> I only know that picture. <laughs> right. So hopefully he's healed those wounds you know, emotionally and physically. Yeah, but well, yeah. so he tells every, he says, you know, I was by myself, but it turns out he wasn't by himself. No, he was not. Uh, so as, so he, he has the wreck on uh, April Fool's day, ironically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he tells like basically everybody it was, you know, one, one, he was an individual accident, but it, it comes out uh, four or five days later that there was another person, with him mm-hmm. and it probably was... in the police report you know right like right. i mean why lie about that it's right. gonna come out Bob. and it, it ends up being a 24 25 year old woman uh i believe her name is jessica durrell oh, okay. if it's not her name well if it's not her name then well i mean it's public record yeah, yes. um and it's it's found out that she is uh it was a former arkansas volleyball player mm-hmm. um and was all likelihood, uh, almost said this in a very like formalized way, serving as the role as, but that's weird. He was, or she was, uh, his mistress. Right. So she she was on staff with Arkansas football. And that's the thing. And that's that... the thing that gets him in trouble. So he was having an affair, which is the normal term people use besides mistress. I think <laughs> you were blocked. <laughs> or you were watching too much Downton Abbey. I, was... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> to say, I'm coming at this like Mr. Carson. <laughs> I know. So he was having an affair with his 25-year-old a form, <laughs> former volleyball player. But the problem really, I mean, that might have been part of a big part of the problem. The other problem is, is that she was serving on his staff. And when he was part of her hiring process, he said he was not, he did not know her. So he was, he lied to his, you know, bosses and said he didn't know her to get her on his staff. And ironically, she was hired. It was announced and she was serving in the role of quote, student athlete development coordinator, which we all know what that does. 
What does that do? I don't know. <laughs> That's the most vague term ever. It develops student athletes. Right. It coordinates them. No, I think it's like, you know, just making sure, you know, 18, 19, 20-year-old kids are in the right spot. Right. Uh, but she, uh, that was announced four days before the crash. That she was on That staff. she was on staff. Like, she had just literally Oof. just been hired. Uh, so... And she had, it came out later that she had been hired of the over more qual, you know, qualified individuals. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that's not something that is, uh, that is, um, so he is a regular, right? Yeah. And, and also another detail, he gave her like $20,000 to get a car. I mean, there's just all sorts of things here. So there's really a lot of tears of awfulness and he is like you said he's like go yeah so to me okay so you remember when that like, means fired by the way right so yeah. when he i think most americans know that um I <laughs> but not canadians <laughs> love the sec football canadians are too nice um maybe um no they would use let go because let go is like the nice term so they probably invented that anyways okay. so Remember when Lane Kiffin Kiffin left Tennessee and they were like so upset that they like burned couches and like stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Arkansas, I think in spirit was feeling the same thing and should have felt that same way about Bobby. I mean, imagine having these like record breaking seasons, like you are on such a high and your dumbass coach Goes and does that. Well, there's probably still a lot of Arkansas fans at this point that are like, you know, we've gone 23 and five in these two years and, or whatever the record, something like yeah. that. They're like, let's just look the other way. Right. Um, but you can't because we've seen the picture. You can't look no, away from that. No, you cannot. <laughs> and I think he would have been, honestly, I don't know, Arkansas 2012. I think, I think today. He might have, but I think if there wasn't the fact that he had lied mm-hmm. to his bosses and the fact with that she had been hired, yeah. if she was just his mistress, again, Mr. Carson term, mm-hmm. um, I doubt he'd been fired. Yeah. I, I think that it would have been, you know, that's a black eye. Um, I think you, that today, you... I don't know, in 2012, you know, culture can change. I don't know if, if he gets away with it. But you know that they would not have wanted to have let him go mm-hmm. if they could have avoided it. And I right. think when if you just have the wreck and then how you could know, you not let him go though? You know, well, you, you can not with not with the 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 part of lying to your bosses and the the you know the favoritism in the hiring process. I mean, it really just kind of made itself uh, clear, and you know. Bobby Petrino will go on. He'll take the next year off. Then he'll get hired at Western Kentucky mm-hmm. uh, to coach there for a year. And then he moved, goes back to Louisville for round two. Uh, and it does not go well. Not like round one where Louisville was extremely successful in the middle part of the, the 2000s. Uh, and he's fired there. And I really don't know. Do you, did you catch what he's doing now? Um, actually I didn't, I looked at the other coaches where they are, but I didn't for him. Okay. We'll come back on that a little bit okay. uh, later. Yeah. Uh, so after that, they get an interim coach. Cause this is April. I mean, you know, we're already doing spring games. We're right. We're already, the ball is rolling. You got to move fast. So they have an interim named John Smith. Yeah. So he's not John L. Smith. Oh, sorry. It's a very prominent. Excuse me. Well, we want to make sure it's not the Pocahontas guy. Right. Uh, so he gets. 
He is a name that I know because he coached at Louisville in the 1990s. Is there like a Louisville-Arkansas connection? Yeah, apparently there I is. So. There's lots of connections here with the coaches. But uh, So John L. Smith, and, and this is another, like he coached at Michigan State as well. He's a, he was a good coach. He wasn't great. He was a good coach. So the thought is, like, you've got a team coming back that was thought to be top five preseason for 2012. Uh, there was so much hype. You know, if Petrino had gone 2012, who knows what would have happened. You know, that right. was the year that Alabama will beat Notre Dame in the final um, or in the championship games. But who knows? Maybe Arkansas plays a role. Uh, but there's still, even with John L. Smith, there's a lot of hype. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Arkansas is considered, um, you know, top 10 team, possible national championship contender, uh, and the season is a disaster. Right. So kind of going back just a minute, um, Bobby Petrino is at Missouri State. That's right. I knew that. Okay. So yeah. he, he, this is his second year coming yeah. up. Um, okay, so he'll be, yeah. he'll be back somewhere bigger soon. Right, right. He is in. He's still healing. Oh, that's what he looks like <laughs> without <laughs> the bandages. Not much better, is he? No, I mean, I don't know. Oh, um, okay, so yeah, so twenty third. I mean, twenty twelve, four and eight. Twenty thirteen, three and yeah, nine. Yeah, hold on, hold oh, on, okay, hold on. Four and eight. Just to we'll talk go, through that. Stop, again. stop through that. Okay. Well, just as a, like again, a national title contender, you go four and eight. And the second game of the year, they lose to Louisiana Monroe. Yeah. And as number eight in the country, I mean, that's the beginning of the end. So it it just is a crash back to earth in the worst way possible. Mm-hmm. No way you can keep John L. Smith. They probably weren't going to keep him anyway. Uh, but really, your culture, your recruiting, like everything has died. Right. So you're you're going to it may not show up immediately, but it may. In fact, it will. You're gonna have to start over. Right, right. So who do they hire? Who do they hire? Brett Bielma. <laughs> Brett Bielma. Brett Bielma. Brett Bielma. So what do you know about Brett Bielma? I know that it's a fun name to say. It I know is. that he came from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a curious move because Wisconsin is a is a traditional power in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. They win nine games every year. It's just mm-hmm. it's they're like the LSU of the of the the Big Ten, except they don't win national championships. Um, they are they Bielma's teams were always known for having the big old boys up front. Mm-hmm. Uh, that carve out the running game, really tough, nose, smart, mouth, whatever adjective you want to use in that respect. Uh, and it was a good hire because I think Wisconsin to Arkansas, I don't like it was curious, like I was saying, because that, I don't, I don't know if that's like a an up upward movement unless you want to be in the SEC. I think it's the SEC draw. Yeah. I imagine as a coach, you like just being in the SEC, like that gives you a lot of clout. Oh, of course. And another thing to consider here is Bielma runs a, a style of offense that's very different than Petrino's because Petrino was very much pass happy, spread offense, um, you know, defense is, is important, but you want to score the ball. Mm-hmm. And um, Bielma is more ball possession. You want to keep the ball as long as possible, limit your opponent's uh, touches on offense, uh, and that involves bleeding the clock and running the ball consistently. You're going to have to recruit differently. Right. And it's going to take you a while to get your, like, tentacles into the program. Right. It's like, you know, if when Georgia Tech, like, 
Paul Johnson go who ran the triple option, mm-hmm. and you're bringing in like a pass happy. You don't have the the you don't have the team or the the tools to be able to run the show that you want to do. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have to get your people, your style of player in there. It's gonna right. take time, and that's what happens. Right. So yeah, that first season with him, 2013, three and nine. This is one of their zero and eight in the conference. You know, and this is just completely a bu- a building year. He doesn't have. Um, they're recruiting, you know, like like John L. Smith was kind of a lame duck coach, you know, that you don't have – that he is starting from scratch um, completely. And the quarterback, I can't remember who it was, he, you know, got injured. And so, I mean, it was, there was just a lot – it was the it was Arkansas's worst SEC record since entering the conference. Yeah. Obviously, it was 0-8. Uh, yeah, 0-8. Can't get much worse. Right. So, um, so 2013-2014 is going to be much of the same. Yeah, but they're both eligible. So they're getting there. They're getting there. You big go 7-6 and six and you got those two big shutouts. Oh, that's right. The end of the right? season. Right? The end of the season. You got the back-to-back shutouts for to number 17 LSU and a number 8 Old Miss. We're getting a little excited. Maybe. So now at the end of that second year. Yeah. Uh, it was unfair for me to say it's more of the same. Because at the end of the second year, now Arkansas fans are seeing, hey, we can get back to where we were. Right. We're already at a bowl. We're at the Texas Bowl. And we beat Texas. In, in the, the Texas, Texas bowl. bowl. You know? Like, How about think, it? You know, and they beat them easily, like 31 to 7. You so, know? and you have to think again, that old Miss team was the one, 2014, the year of the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a huge win beating LSU as well and winning a shutout. So you've got defense, you're running the ball, you're controlling the clock. Things are turning around here going into 2015. Mm-hmm. So 2015, we're getting, we're getting even better. You know, we're going up a little bit, eight and five. You have that crazy old Miss game. Um, I can't remember what happens. I just wrote crazy old Miss. That game. was the DeSwine intervention. That was that the Swine intervention, right? I'm calling it DeSwine, like divine DeSwine intervention. I just like swine. Let's just stick with. Well, it's not vine intervention. I feel like it'd be DeSwine. Okay. You don't call it vine intervention. You don't say swine intervention. It's DeSwine. I feel okay. It sounds like it's a duck trying to drink wine to swine. I don't know. Okay. Just... Well, that's what it has to be. <laughs> well, we got to keep it uh, right, according so to have, the spirit of things. So you have the crazy old Miss game with the, the swine. I can't. With the swine intervention. The important thing here is that we're seeing upward trajectory. Yes. So they go into, they get to go to an, a, another bowl, the Liberty Bowl. They beat Kansas State. Okay. Good job, Kansas. Again? Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're going up and up. 2016, eh, seven and six. You know, this is a very key season for Arkansas right here, 2016. Okay. So, um, actually, let me pull it up real fast. What do you, you tell me about 2016. Do you have any notes on 2016? Well, I remember it all. You do? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Uh, but I, I just say, want to pull up the record so I can remember it. Okay. I think one thing that's important, though, as we're kind of charting this, is that fans will remember who you had mm-hmm. when judging you. So they're going to look at what Petrina was doing, and Petrina was going 10 and 2, 9 and 3. Mm-hmm. Bielma in that 2016 season is starting to slide back. 
to eight wins and seven wins. Right. But it's also, I mean, you could argue that maybe at the time they felt like he was building back up. Well, he was in 14 and 15. Eight and then 2016, why it was such a critical year. You know, they had some key losses. They lost to a number 10 A&M, a number one Alabama, a number 21 Auburn, a number 24 LSU. Like some of those really could and should have been wins. But those are powerhouse teams. So, okay. The key to this is the last two games of that season. Um, Their last game, uh, SEC game and conference game, is against Missouri, an unranked, not great Missouri. And they lose 28-24 to at the end. They were leading that game uh, 24-7 to at the half. Missouri is 3-8. I mean, they, they... and so that is just, they fall apart. Yeah. They fall apart. Right. They're still bowl eligible. Go to the the Belk Bowl. Yes. Play Virginia Tech, number 18. Uh-huh. Good matchup. And they lose that. And at that, they were leading 24-0 at the half. Oh, wow. And fall apart. And yeah. that's how you end your season. So what does that tell us? So that, like that, you can't end your season like that. You know, like if you already have a tough, like you got four, four season losses, Mm -hmm. right? That's hard. That's tough in the SEC. But they're losing to good teams. Right. So, but I feel like if you ended that season with those two wins, which you very well could have. You go nine and four. You go nine and four and you're still going up. Right. But now we're going back down to seven and six and ending on this low note. Right. I think this is really key. I think momentum is really important for a, a mid a mid tier SEC team because that allows you to own the off season. Right. You know, if you're if you're Bama, Georgia, you you know, momentum's not necessarily as important because you know they're going to be good. Mm-hmm. But in that glob of teams from like fifth to twelfth mm-hmm. in the conference, you're looking to see like if you're puffing yourself up going into the next season, you're looking at what did you do at the end of last season? And here for 2016 Arkansas, you, that's something you want to avoid. And mm-hmm. if you're Brett Billman, it's year four, mm-hmm. right? There was a chance he win those two games. He gets nine wins for the season. That's close. That's a game off of where Petrino was. Right. You're not beating the big dogs, but you're beating everybody else. And you're going up. It's right. upward mobility, right? right? We talk so much about new co- new coaches and culture, right? right? Like building the culture. That's also Like you do that in so many ways, but increasing your wins is one of them. Exactly. So you move on to 2017. And it's just horrible. Like, I don't really know, even know how to say it. Like, it's just their only wins that season was Florida A&M, New Mexico State, Coastal Carolina, and then they barely eke out a win against Ole Miss. Yeah. Bielma actually beats Ole Miss every year but one. Yeah, (laughs) so so I don't even know. I don't know what's going on between them. And that's in, like, the heat of the the, the freeze. Right. right? I mean, that's right, the Hugh Freeze era. So that's embarrassing for Ole Miss, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, that's and that showed, like, how tenuous, uh, you know, being at the top of a division is when Mm -hmm. they can even beat Arkansas during this, you know, the Bielma years. But, um, yeah, they they, the last game uh, that – Bilma wins um, is against Coastal Carolina, and they barely beat Coastal Carolina. And this is not Coastal Carolina right now, which is one of the best group of five teams in the country. This was like Hello Division One. We just got here, Coastal Carolina, mm-hmm. who's you know 
bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the end, uh, it was clear fans in Arkansas were running out of patience. Here's a couple, just a couple of stories of what, what things were happening. Um, fans beginning to turn on them. A university professor uh, was arrested at an Arkansas game for cussing out Bielma as he walked off the uh, field. Arrested? Yes. Yeah, so, must have been some yeah, bad there was, cuss was words. Some magical words that were <laughs> yeah. said. I think there was a little bit more. I feel like that, that probably happens more than you think. So yeah. I, I don't know and here's another saying. another story. A, a grand a grandfather, someone that was telling the story. His grandfather was dying, and he said in his in final days that he would be pissed if that Arkansas didn't fire Bilma before he died. Well, there you go. That's dedication. I mean, when when Grandpa is wanting your head before his own death, that is something else. Yeah. And in that lo- final loss to Missouri, uh, Bielma was fired as he walked off the field. Jeez. So he didn't probably even by get that to- professor. <laughs> they probably got him to come back and be like, "Can you fire him?" I lost too? my tenure because of your full self. Uh, but no, walking yeah. off the field didn't even get to the the locker room before he's let go. And it's a. Uh, you know, it's it's tough because there was, as you said, there was progression, but then there wasn't. And I don't know. Like in a whoo, yeah, like and, plane crashing way. And, and that's the thing. Like maybe that year, 2017, you win six games. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get a, you probably get another year. But when you've, you know, ended 2016 the way you did and then 2017, the, the plane crashes, it's just going to be tough. Yeah, definitely. So he's out. They go 4-8 2017. He's out. Um, where's Bellman now? Do you know? Because I do. Bilma, mm-hmm. he is coaching Illinois. That's right. Just the fighting Illini. Yes, he just got hired. So back in the just Big Ten. one of my favorite mascots to say. I don't know what an Illini is, but it's really fun to it say. It is a Native American group. Oh, okay. I'm, like, I'm learning things. There you go. Okay, so who do they hire? A Mr. Chad Morris. So Chad Morris, I think, comes from SMU. Okay. That had, sounds right. Had been, yeah. <laughs> just make that happen. He had been Clemson's offensive coordinator okay. in like the early Dabo years. Mm-hmm. Not early, like, but like the early Clemson is really good. Dabo yeah, years. eleven to fourteen. Yeah, so uh, good. I mean, good hire. I mean, you, you Bill was more of an off, you know, more of a ground and pound guy. Morris is going to kind of throw it up a little bit more, more balanced attack. Uh, did well at SMU. I thought it was a good hire. I mean, you that might give you an idea of what's coming, but it's, you know, there's a guy who worked in a successful program at Clemson and done well at SMU. SMU is culturally, obviously, you know, only a couple of hours from Arkansas mm-hmm. in Dallas. Um, it did not work well. No, it did not. It's like he didn't even get off the runway. You know, that's the thing is like, you. I feel like when Arkansas has crashed this decade, it's been like, wow. Yeah. There hasn't been a steady decline. It's just been like, nope, we're, we're terrible. Right. right. All of a sudden. And uh, so these are the other 0 and 8 losses in the SEC. Yeah. Like they go 2 and 10 yeah, for so, two seasons. Yeah. So you're not winning SEC games now. Right. I mean, you're not winning any of them. And we went, again, the Bielma kind of in the middle there. You're. It was only two or three years away from that. So it's amazing just how quickly it shows you in the SEC how little margin for error there is. That if you're a mid-tier program, if you're crushing it, eight wins, right, a, a season, four SEC wins. But if you slip out a little bit, slip up a little bit, man, you are toast. Mm-hmm. And Arkansas just had a propensity of doing that. It just didn't work, the Chad Morris era. 
Uh, he did and, not. And the second year in 2019, he doesn't make it to the end of the season. They lose by 26 points to Western Kentucky. And that is it. You uh, cannot that, do that. No. That no, is no, no. sinful. And that was that and that was not a good that was not a good Western Kentucky team. It, and there have been good Western teams in the decade, but that was not one of them. They lost to North Texas. They lost to San Jose State. I mean, these are not names they that you lost to Vandy. Oh, worst you of know. all. Uh, it's just not working. And uh, Chad Morris is fired. Let go. They have somebody uh, coach out the last two games of the decade. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy to say. No, not Sam Pippen. No, no, no. Uh, I I forgot who it was. Well, you're at a position at the end of 2019, the decade, that like it had been two years now since Arkansas won an SEC game. I mean, it's wild just how far they had fallen and, you know, how far it seemed that they would have to go to be able to get back on, on the saddle and, for a, a team that, at the beginning of the decade, was one of the top ten programs in the country, uh, it's just an incredible fall, I think. It because really is. I really don't know. Like, you'll have teams, Auburn has a three and nine year, Florida goes four and eight. You'll have that, like, let's dip down one year. Those teams, programs got back up. You see more of an up and down, up and down, than like an up and then steadily down, yeah. really not getting back up. Right. You know? Right. And it it fell very quickly. And again, this is a program that wins. They don't win championships, but they win. This this is a program that should be bowl eligible every year. That's what the fans expect. And the really too much in the last decade after Petrino and after that kind of collapse at the end of twenty sixteen, um it, there really wasn't much happening for Arkansas. So really you're looking at it as a Hogs fan saying, Hey, Probably can't get any worse than that Chad Morris era. Uh, let's see what the future holds. Right. So before we get to 2020, let's do superlatives. Well, do you know where Chad Morris is? Where is Chad? He's out of high school. He is. He went to Auburn last year. Right. He, he went to he Auburn. He was an offensive coordinator. Undergust. And that was a disaster. And now he's, at, now he's at high school. He's at high school in Texas. So, so he's college. So he's uh, Friday Night Lights, yeah. basically. Yeah. Right? That's what, I'm, that's what I have him as, at least. There you go. That's right. Uh, you know, full eyes. What is it? <laughs> full eyes, clear hearts. Clear eyes, full, full hearts. hearts. Can't lose. That's right. Not full eyes. I don't know what that means. That's it sounds scary. Historic. All right, so let's get to superlatives. Best moment. What do you think? Okay. Is it the... No, go ahead. I have two. I have one that's. I really think it is, but two, another one I just want to say because I think it's funny. Okay, I think it's that O. Henry Swine intervention. Try again. I'm not saying (laughs) D-Swine. I feel like we looked at each other for like five minutes there. For me trying to look at the audio. That's the processing in your brain. There's not the Henry D-Swine intervention. Okay, so it's 2015. This is when we're like, oh, are we good again? I think we might be good again. And you have this miraculous play, right? And we talked about it when we talked when we did our old miss primer. So what happened? Like what happened with the play? Um, Keep talking around it i know i'm not very good at describing plays can you describe it sure i'll describe thank it. you so it was like fourth down fourth quarter um arkansas driving to tie the game and uh the no 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 old miss wait was it arkansas no it's just wine i guess arkansas mm-hmm. did. 
Uh, yeah, because they couldn't beat him. Okay, so like Arkansas driving to tie the game, and a player has the ball, and you know the the rule in football is that you can't throw once the quarterback is the only one that can throw the four pass, right? Yes. You can only do that once a play. You right. can't like have multiple four passes. So uh, the Arkansas player, as he's being tackled, just throws the ball up in the air behind him. It's mm-hmm. totally legit. You can do that. It lands, and one of their skill players, I think the running back, picks it up. And because it was so unexpected, Ole Miss had most of their defenders on one side of the field. Right. So he gets a couple blocks, and he runs all the way for a first down mm-hmm. on the play. So it was just absolutely crazy. It was like fourth and 20 to begin with. It was an insane play. Right. So um, they, they end up winning. Just swine. Right. 53 to 40. 53 to 52 in overtime. overtime. Yes. And like, we'll kind of get to a spoiler alert for me. Like Ole Miss is a big deal for Arkansas. So right. that was a big deal win. And again, yeah. that was a big deal year for Arkansas. Yeah. I mean, Ole Miss. Sorry. Yeah. So that's my best moment. Now I want to give like a, a I don't know. I don't even know what I want to call it, but 2014, the Texas bowl. Yeah. So this is Bielma's first bowl. And they beat Texas, which we already said was a really big deal. And there was a play that honestly I just don't remember what it is, but it was a really good play. I don't I don't know what it is. Sure. But Bielma in his post game conference said that that gate that play for him, or maybe the win, was borderline erotic. You know. <laughs> You know, sometimes you just have to call it like you see it. I just it. feel like that is kind of tone deaf to what the Arkansas fans have been through with Bobby Petrino to be using Ooh, such inflammatory language. That's a good... Uh, so that part of me kind of puts me like, Bielma, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, that's... I don't know if we want to hear that. We're already still tender from what... Uh, from what Bobby put us through like two, three years ago. So, well, speaking of borderline erotic, here's a picture of him without a shirt. Bielma? Yeah. Honestly, that, that, that's kind of how I imagined someone named Brett Bielma. I don't know what that means. Let me just say, I don't have the same reaction to that as I did. No, DK Metcalf or, uh, no, what was it? Oh, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. <laughs> I was like, we put a Not, not DJ Metcalf. He was just. DK. DK. Let's Sorry, DK Yes. Uh, I best moment. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I would. I would probably say. I'd probably say the Texas Bowl. The borderline uh, erotic. Bowl. Well, no, just winning. Beating Texas is a big deal for Arkansas because that's a former conference rival in the Southwest Conference. They do not like each other, and they never get to play. They are playing this year, uh, but they do not play often. I think winning that is big. I think also. Beating LSU and Ole Miss in 2014 when they're both ranked and mm. shutting them out again is like it's really the only moment of like sustained joy I think for Arkansas post motorcycle yeah uh, and I I think that's a uh, I think that was a big two game stretch um, and that sustained them for a couple of years until it kind of fell apart 2016 so plenty of worst moments to go around I'll start uh, it's basically uh, Bobby right but I would say even more so, is losing the second game of the season with John L. Smith against Louisiana Monroe. Because mm-hmm. that's when you know, uh-oh. Because you you still have your Arkansas, you're like, well, players can still play, mm-hmm. right? John L. Smith, he's a decent, we're okay, there's some sustained hope. You lose to Louisiana Monroe, game two, and it's like, Right. Yeah, like yeah. we're we're, we're not in, we're in trouble. We're not okay. Right. The kids are not okay. The kids are not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna go back to, you know, just fast forward a couple of years, kinda like I talked about with the last two games of twenty sixteen. Yeah. You know, I think that was another thing, another time that was just really pivotal. Like if they had won those games, I think that 
we would be looking at maybe Brett Bielma's still there. Sure. I don't yeah, know if we want him there, but he might still be there and they might be relevant. You know, they might right. have been able to get the momentum to keep going. Sure. But those two losses, um, losing from, you know, being so far ahead at the half, I mean, it's it's a mind game too. And right. I think that that was a big part of it. Yep. Top rival, who do you think? I gotta say Ole Miss, yeah. you know? So one of my other fun facts is, um, and I was going to get you to guess, but I think you'd guess it, so, is the only winning record in the decade against one other SEC West team. They only have one winning record. It's probably has to be Ole Miss. And it was yeah. Ole Miss, yeah. six and four. So, I mean, I guess it's got to be your your rival. I mean, do you want to put LSU in there, too? But LSU's a little too good. Yeah, they're not going to. You know, I would good. like to... I think Missouri's a big rival, too. Yeah, it's your cross-rival. Right. Um. So, but yeah, I'm going to say Ole Miss. I'm going to go a little wild card on this one. Okay. And are you not satisfied that I'm going wild card? You're like, oh, okay. Like okay. Iowa State. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go Texas A&M. And the reason why is that they play that game every year in Arlington. Where, okay. Where the Cowboys play. And it is always a bananas game that Arkansas can never win. Okay. Since the Bobby Petrino era, they have not beaten Texas A&M since that. So I don't even know, like, because A&M came in in 2012. So anyway, they haven't beaten them in a long time. Mm-hmm. But in that stretch since 2012, they play them every year, obviously, in the West. Three overtime losses and two other losses that were a one-possession game. And okay. and and Arkansas has always been. They always play in and well. For some reason, I think that's a game that Arkansas fans. Of course, it's in Dallas. It's a very short drive. A and M has a consistent top twenty-five team. It's always a bananas game, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a game. Honestly, every year, like you wouldn't think about Arkansas, Texas A and M, but since I think they play it in Arlington, for some reason, it's always something that I look forward to mm-hmm. watching. Because you know something crazy is going to happen. Does it have a fun name? Because I feel like if it had a fun name, I'd be more on board. Um, no. It doesn't? No. Okay, well, what fun name should we assign to it? Uh, oh, it's the Southwest Classic. That is that's super not, boring. That's not fun. No. Maybe we can work on that. Oh, I have an idea. Oh, what's that? I think it should be the Rattlesnake Bowl. Oh. Yeah. I feel like you wouldn't like that, given your propensity. No, I don't like snakes, but I feel like that would be like spicy. It's like, oh, they're they're going to the rattlesnake. Is a rattlesnake spicy? 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 I think it is. It's better than Southwest Classic. What are we playing? Like middle school volleyball? I don't know. (laughs) That's not interesting to me at all. A lot of questions there. Okay, so uh, 2020. All right, so... Ending the last decade, this is the second worst decade in Arkansas football history. Oh, wow. So I can't remember what the first one is. But so, yeah, leading up to 2020, we got some hopes, right? So this is also COVID hit. I don't know. I feel like COVID hit. It's kind of a big deal. New coach, uh, Sam Pittman. Samuel. uh, Comes from Georgia, offensive line coach. A lot of personality. A lot of personality. Oh, really? I don't know if I knew that. Yes. I'll have to take you on a tour. It's... uh, but, of his personality? Yes. <laughs> okay. Just a couple of videos. It's oh, fun. Okay. <laughs> like Arkansas traditions calling the hogs is yeah. like their thing, right? That's right. what they do. We'll have to dig into that later. But he he just dives in. He owns it. He gets into it right that's away. Great. Um nobody really thought going into twenty twenty like that's gonna matter because they were so bad mm-hmm. with Chad Morris. Like how are they gonna and then you got ten SEC games and then the extra two games that they drew were Georgia and Florida. Remember how you got the add two were added and Arkansas was like, what the heck? How are you going to do this to us? So like everybody 
you know, the brain really predicted them to go like one and nine or zero oh and ten. Mm-hmm. They end up three and seven. And you feel like, well, that's not that great. Well, the wins are over the two Mississippis, which if you're Arkansas, you gotta you gotta win those games. I if guess you're, so. If you're gonna be relevant. You gotta win those games. They beat Mississippi State a week after the Bulldogs had won at LSU to start the season. So that was like that was a big deal. And they were ranked 16 at the time. Yeah, they derailed the the lane train, uh, and Ole Miss, and they also beat Tennessee, mm-hmm. who yeah, which I mean, we Tennessee talked was about. bad. But yeah. here's the thing: they were three and seven, but they were very close to six and four. They got screwed out of a uh, clock management issue against Auburn. Auburn kicked a last-minute field goal, one hundred and thirty to twenty-eight. It was mm-hmm. in week two. They lost by three at home to LSU. They mm-hmm. lost by two at Missouri, fifty to forty-eight. Let's say you win those two games, you go six and four. I mean, that's amazing. Last that's season. and six, and you 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 kind of put that extrapolated into a normal season. That's like seven and five. Mm-hmm. Right, that's that's like eight and four. I mean, that's a it's an amazing first season, right. and the, there's a lot of energy now uh, going forward with Arkansas because of that season. Now they they did not end well; they lost to Alabama fifty two to three. Well, but who didn't? Who didn't? Who lose? didn't lose to Alabama fifty two to three? Truth, uh, you know. And there are other losses besides those that we mentioned. They lost to. Uh, uh, to, to Florida. Florida was really good last year. Uh, they lost to Texas A&M is the, the fourth best team in the country. And they lost That's to, that Rattlesnake Classic. So. They lost in the Rattlesnake Classic. Uh, and they lost uh, to uh, to Georgia to start the season. So mm-hmm. you they played an insane schedule. They did not play Vanderbilt. They did not play South Carolina. Um, they got uh, duped out of their bowl game because of COVID. Right. And there's a lot of, I think, energy, and I think there's a lot of enthusiasm. So the the expectations are going to be high. And, and they if, got their first conference win with Mississippi State, you know, since 2017. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, breaking and that's that, a big deal to break that, that streak. Absolutely. Do that so early, I think, was And so they had big. Felipe Franks, which is, he transferred there from Florida last right. year. Like, that's a name that yeah. people know. You have Rakeem Boyd, who I know from Last Chance, last Chance U. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody else watched that. Um, you know, so I hopefully with Sam Pittman's enthusiasm, and you know just owning the embracing the culture that is there in Fayetteville and building that up you know we might they we might see some things in 2021 so looking at the schedule it's it's not going to be easy of course they have Missouri who's going to be predicted at worst fourth in the SEC East uh and their other team that they play from the East is Georgia right so not great uh, and that's a road game in Georgia, not that I think it would matter, but so that's a tough schedule. Um, they, their second game of the year, they play Texas. And I think this energy and enthusiasm, if they beat Texas, who is a uh, new coach themselves, Steve Sarkeesian, who's Alabama's offensive coordinator, if they can beat Texas, look out. Start I mean, the um, season 3 and 0. Right. The Hogs. You can beat are, Rice and, and Georgia Southern. Right. And the Hogs are, are looking good, but it's such a tough schedule after that. They have to play consecutive road games at LSU and then at Alabama. Uh they have to go to Georgia after a road game to uh, the the Rattlesnake Classic, right, right. in Arlington. Uh it's going to be a tough schedule, but I think if you're Arkansas fans, if you get the six wins, it's great. Yeah, and I think Count it, that is a win. And I think what you're going to have to do, you're going to have to beat those Mississippi's, you're which gonna you to, can do. 
Right, right. You're going to have to beat both of them. You're going to have to win your, your what, three stinky games because they play Rice, Georgia oh, Southern. Fluff. Can we call them Fluff? Fluff. Okay, your Fluff games. Yeah. Rice, Georgia Southern. Who else do they play? Arkansas against? Pine Bluff. You play APB. Okay, Pine Bluff. Right. Uh, so you get those three. Sounds like a country club. Sure. So that's cool. You get those three, you get the Mississippis, uh, and then you find another win somewhere, and uh, you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully this decade will be less sad. Yeah, I want good things for Arkansas. Yeah. I, I, I like a good Arkansas. It, it or That does not offend me. Right. It does not offend me. In the me. East. Where no, we we're are. living here in our privilege here in the East. We're I think like if Arkansas, we were... It's like if you're in the West, you're like... You know what's great? South Carolina. Like, <laughs> yes, let's have them. And here we are in the East. Like, like, South, Carol- yeah, South Carolina, eight wins. I'd rather like vomit. So, <laughs> uh, so in any case, uh, yeah, that's Arkansas. And next time, what are we? Who are we doing next? I don't. Mizzou. Oh, really? Is that right? <sighs> Missouri. Okay. Okay. I'll have, to, I'll have to find the energy. Listen, they had a really exciting last decade. Did they? They did. Gary Pinkle? I learned a lot about him. He's like yeah. one of my new favorite people. Okay. So yeah. get excited. You're one of those Pinkle people? We're on the pink train. Oh, okay. Well, that'll be fun. Except so, for he's gone. So. so we'll do Missouri. We'll see when it comes out. No, he's not dead. He might be. Well, he's sick. Okay. <laughs> um, we'll see when we get it done. We're traveling a little bit. But I know you'll be there, dear listener, to take it in. So I'm Ben. And I'm Brittany. And this has been You, Me, and the SEC. Bye.